0: fm to get started hello fellow after buzzers we're here talking gotham season four episode two the fear reaper where you know jonathan crane fulfills his father's legacy to become scarecrow gordon is julius caesar essentially and the dark knight begins stay tuned you're tuning into the destination for tv superfan discussion after buzz tv and now let the buzz let Oh yes, classic rock. <laughs> really good times. I kind of feared the reaper a little bit, our fear reaper this episode. How Um, do you feel about Scarecrow?
1: I don't like him at all, but that's because I don't like scary stuff at all. What are you doing in Gotham? You need to get away. But Um, I love Gotham. Gotham is definitely the exception for me.
0: It's amazing. It's amazing. As you'll notice, uh, Stephen and Lucretia are not here today. They are out on assignment, kicking ass in the streets of Gotham, but they'll hopefully be back with us next week. Until then, I'm your host, Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com.
1: And hi, guys! I'm so excited to be a part of season four for Yay! Gotham. Um, I missed last week's episode because I didn't know that I was going to be a part of it. No additions, um, but I am right here now. And um, my name is Carla Beltran, and you can find me on Instagram at Carla B Travels, Carla with a K, and on Twitter at Carla with a K Beltran R.
0: I'm so excited to have Carla here because, like, Carla, if you don't know, Lucretia is like our. Uh, dirty, like, loves the villains or the anti-heroes girl, and it's super awesome. But your favorite hero is Batman, who is also my favorite (laughs) hero, which makes you perfect for Gotham, even though you don't like scary things.
1: I know. Well, see, the thing is, like, I don't like scary things, but I'm addicted to Gotham. Like, I remember when I first started watching it, I was, like, really, like, just hooked on, like, all the different cases that came up and just the stories of how each, like, super, like, villain kind of came about to be and how they were like, all these different things mm. that happen. And I i don't know. I like it. Yeah, but I, I don't like the Scarecrow. That's totally fair. <laughs> uh, yeah, once I
0: got used to the fact that it wasn't going to be, like, the GCPD comics, Gotham Central, which is one of my favorite comics of all time, uh, and got on board with the idea of seeing a young Bruce transform into Batman, yeah. I was like... Yeah, I can dig this show. It's yeah. amazing. Um, so, yeah, so let's just jump right into it. Uh, we get the birth of Scarecrow. Uh, we get a little bit of the tail end of last episode. He puts on the mask. We see it's kind of scary. But here we see him full voice, creepy eyes with like the blacked out part. Yeah. Um, and I was commenting on Twitter. Uh, It's really hard to follow Cillian Murphy, who did Scarecrow in the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm -hmm. Um, But I thought Charlie tahan I hope I'm saying his last name correctly, uh, I thought he did a pretty good job. He was kind of... uh... I don't know. If it's not really fair to compare the other villains to Jerome, but you kind of get a little <laughs> bit of that like kooky, offbeat. Yeah, uh, my dad didn't do right by me. Sort of sense of yeah. chaos, which I can appreciate. Uh, what did you think of Tahan's performance?
1: Um, I personally thought it was really great. I think that anybody that's able to play a, a super vi- like villain is has to be amazing because. In order for you to be able to get inside that character, mm-hmm. it's just, it takes a lot of work. You know, any villain takes a lot of work to kind of get into that madness. And not everybody can act like they're mad, you know? Some people are just like, um, they just have the, this natural, like, acting. But when you have to pretend that you're going crazy, that's tough. So for him, like, to just kind of get into that character, um, and especially the way that he was doing his eyes and to keep his eyes open for that long, like, it was like, you, you know what I mean? And yeah. It was just super big. And, <laughs> and kudos to the cinematography
0: team because that eye light was sharp. Like it was all shadows, bam, light. Like yeah, so they were on their stuff. Uh, on top of the birth of Scarecrow, Bruce gets arrested. He falls through the roof, as we <laughs> see last episode. They're robbing it, wrong place, wrong time, kind of. Police yeah. showed up really fast. Um, it's kind of funny to see, like a Bruce young... behind bars. <laughs> well, not even that, but like trying to curtail the police. Like, yeah. you see kind of the naivete of his early lies, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I, I just fell. Bruce. <laughs> well, but what were you doing that you were on this specific route? Like, why? Yeah. They're saying, hey, Selina. Using part truths and part lies. Um, I love seeing uh Alfred right there just swoop in by his side, locking in with those lies, yeah. even though he's uncomfortable with it. But my favorite part of the scene was Lucius Fox being like, so... That looks like gravel. What are we doing, children?
1: <laughs> um, well, personally, I think that Alfred is, like, my per- my favorite person he's from the, the show, I think. Because he's just always next to Bruce. And I love that. I wish I could have somebody like Alfred that would back me up in all of the bad ideas that See, I have. <laughs> it's something we don't talk
0: about enough. If you could have your own personal Alfred, who would it be? Like, my personal Alfred would probably be Michelle Obama, you know? Because she would, like... She would kick your like Michelle Obama's not going to let you like say sleep in on a Saturday like you have things to do. There's going to be a checklist. But also when you're having like a bad day, she's going to be able to comfort you and bring you joy. If you could have an Alfred, who would your Alfred be?
1: I have no idea to be honest (laughs) with you. I would have to I have to think about this one and then I'll probably get back to you guys um, on on that. But Michael Caine, I like that Anthony. (laughs) Uh,
0: There is only one Alfred, and his name is Michael Caine. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Uh, Let's see. Crane is in the hospital, in the asylum, excuse me, Crane's in the asylum, and uh, he's got his gas, and he's not afraid to use it on the warden, who last episode was being such a jerk, I totally was like, get him, Crane. Like, I know that, I mean, he's not innocent, he definitely, you know, sold an inmate to a group of gangsters. So I didn't really feel bad at all. I yeah. like, usually I'm like,
1: oh no, innocent people. But here I was like, yeah, no, this seems fair. This is justice. But I thought he was really creepy. The um, word, yeah, yeah. Definitely. So he was really creepy. So when he came back, I was like, oh good. Like <laughs> make sure you get him. <laughs> Take the creep. <laughs> That's probably why his
0: inner demon was a crazy clown.
1: Yeah, I was. I totally freaked out. And yeah, you were not about the killer clowns. <laughs> I you were like, I don't want to look at them. I, I don't want to see them. In my face. Um, well, I actually I'm. Kinda, sorta, definitely terrified of clowns. I hate clowns. Um, I don't know why. Sorry if we have
0: clowns listening. I'm sure you're good people, but I hate clowns. (laughs) Kinda, sorta, definitely. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, But honestly, it's just, it's, It's a fear of mine that I've had since I actually watched the original It. Ah, the Tim Curry version. Yes, I came in, I was very young, and I came in, like, I walked inside the room at the wrong scene. And ever since then, I I just didn't trust clowns. Okay. Um, And especially, like, in the episode, they made him seem so creepy. I was like, is that necessary? He had, like, the yellow teeth and... uh, not an unhinged job.
0: It's certainly wider than you'd prefer someone's mouth to be open yeah. next to you. It's uncomfortable. Uh, but I, I like that that was his fear. Uh, but I'm also going to plead with creators, no more killer clowns. We've done that. This is our third time. I had to sit through American Horror Story. I had to sit through it. And now this. I'm done with the killer clowns. My heart clowns can't are, take it.
1: Clowns are hot right now. They're they,
0: <laughs> I wonder why. Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, here, Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, uh, the warden gives one of my favorite lines to, to someone who's about to attack you, which is, you know you could just leave. Uh, sir, what did you think Crane came to do? Like, yeah. you could just leave and, and do what? Like, the man is crazy. You drove him crazy. He <laughs> was a scared little kid, and then you locked him in, or you get, you sold him to a group of gangsters who locked him up with his biggest fear. It's over for you. That's a weak line, but it was also hilarious.
1: Um, Um. I actually wrote yeah. down my favorite line from this thing. Get it. That says, um, face your fears and you'll defeat them. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was like really powerful too for them to say that because I think most of the time people are always like running away from their fears rather than like just letting it like fixing it and yeah. stuff. So, um, I think that's why it was really effective to see Gordon kind of be, um, and realized that, no, that's not the truth. That's not what's going to happen. And he was able to snap out of it and pretty much save Gotham. That was a really again.
0: good message. <laughs> yeah. uh, but before we got to that, there was a killing spree uh, where <laughs> he thought clowns were, they were actually, he thought they were clowns, uh, the warden did, but they were actually inmates. Cool scene. Uh, this whole asylum business reminded me of Gotham Asylum. The I'm sorry, not Gotham Asylum. Arc Asylum, yes. The video game, uh, which is freaking dope if you haven't played it. It's a trilogy. Uh, It's amazing. love it. Yeah, because it's (laughs) the best. There's actually a scene in here where uh, the one where Gordon comes in with the gun and he's surrounded by the crazy inmates and then Scarecrow's on the mic like, hey, get him. This is your worst enemy. I'm like, the Joker did that in the video game and it's amazing. Uh, So I really appreciated them doing that. Uh felt a little bad for the prisoners. You know, they're not all bad people. Uh, in our next scene, Penguin comes into the GCPD with a... Like, are reporters just following Penguin around now? Yes, they Ever are. Ever since he started <laughs> running for mayor, like, way back, he, there's just always a reporter right there to take his words. Mm-hmm. I kind of appreciate it. It's also a little <laughs> bit annoying. I'm like, this is a little too convenient. I kind of feel like maybe they're, uh... Oh, gosh. What is the name of the network that publishes all of the celebrities' dirty stuff? TMZ. TMZ. I feel like he has his own TMZ team following him around.
1: He does, definitely. It's kind of
0: beautiful. Uh, (gasps) But we get this question. Penguin or chicken? And this is a showdown between the Gotham City Police Department and Penguin. It is loud. Um, I want to know, who do you think won the first time around? Gordon's making, because Penguin's making these statements essentially saying, look, crime is down, I'm helping the city, you're not getting on board, you're making it worse. If we go to war, you're creating this violence when I have found a way to control it. Where um, Gordon is saying, hey, we're the police, we have a job to do, I'm not going to honor these things. I thought they both made good verbal arguments, and they kind of, uh, there wasn't a clear winner at the end of the first round. So I'm curious if you felt one person won, or if you felt it was kind of a tie.
1: Um, I didn't really think there was, like, a, a battle between them, because it's just two different types of views, and I think everybody's open to their to their view, and if he thinks that Gotham is better off because he controls the crime, then that's great for him, at least he's controlling the crime, um, and if uh, Gordon thinks that Gotham would be better off by the police controlling the crime, then the police better get out there and control the crime. Who do you think the police, because
0: it felt to me, like, at the end of round one, there was a 50-50 split amongst the officers,
1: of like, really? I felt like none of the... <laughs> First of all, he got beat up by his uh, fellow officers. So, um, a, group, <laughs> a group. If you watch The Wire, you know they're not all... <laughs>
0: like It felt to me like in, in the last episode, uh, the police that beat him up. It was like a small faction of yeah. them. Like, there's a group loyal to Penguin within the system Fair, uh, But here, you definitely saw some people like... It's like becoming a doctor. Like, nobody becomes a doctor to hurt people. Yeah. Sometimes along the way, you might make a mistake, or, like, part of healing can sometimes be painful, but that's not why you get into it. And the same way that as a police officer, like, sometimes you're trying to make really bad decisions, or you're, you're up against a lot of things, but... You come because you want to see justice served, generally. And so I got this feeling, like, I don't know, I felt Gordon's words kind of deeply, and I feel like maybe some of the officers were like, yeah, I'm an officer, and this is a little weird. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, we're not treated well, and we are not having, we don't have a good success rate, and nobody likes to fail.
1: Yeah, and that too, but um, also, Gotham is a very dangerous place, and... Cops have been killed, like, so many different... In every single episode, I think there's probably been, like, one or two cops that were killed. Yeah,
0: especially if you look at season three, where... Or is it two? I can't remember when Gordon assembles his own, like, private detective squad, where he, like, recruits oh, yes, the that newbie was, police. yes, uh, that
1: was season two. Yeah, the, and, okay. and almost every single person died within, die. like... Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. And then, episode. like, even the officer that... um remember where the the guy that used to eat his victims? Yeah. Um, he, like, lets him go, and he, mm-hmm. like, ends up, like, pretty much not eating the officer, but he ends up, like, biting her. He so sure does. I, I was like, oh. It's,
0: it's brutal out here to be a GCPD officer. I totally understand why people uh, would not want to be a part of that. One of my favorite moments in this episode, because it is the teaming up I have been waiting for since day one. We get a cool... It looks like it's printed on very fancy toilet paper. <laughs> where says an appointment awaits it's very plush it's quilted it's a beautiful card uh Tabitha and Selena show up to this gorgeous house it's a giant door they don't know why both of them got the card but they did and it turns out Barbara is back (laughs) I believe we said this last season if there is no body there is no death y'all didn't check a pulse she was not buried in the ground Barbara's back. And how do you feel about her wig? She has kind of like Sia hair going on without it being like long and obstructing her face. I yeah, really appreciate it. I
1: love it. Um, it sort of, Barbara kind of reminds, I remember when I first, when I started watching the episode, um, Barbara reminded me kind of of like, I thought she was going to be the Joker. Mm. Um, well, not the Joker, but the Joker. Harley Quinn? Yes. Yeah. Um And I thought that's who she was going to be like originally a lot of people have that to, theory get to be there. Um so seeing her with the wig is very it's close enough for me.
0: <laughs> That's kind of how I felt. She had on the super high heels. She looked uh very clean. This is maybe the most stable we've seen Barbara in a long time. Yeah. She went from like you Normal know annoying to girlfriend to super psycho to <laughs> recovering psycho to power hungry <laughs> to dead. And now she's back and she looks amazing Um, I did love the check for the pulse line. Uh, she basically offers him an idea. Barbara is brilliant, first of all. She's like, oh, we we have licenses now? Well, you need somewhere to pick up your weapons. I love this idea. I love it because it means the birth of the Gotham City Sirens, who are one of my favorite teens ever. Uh, in the comic books, that's Poison Ivy, Catwoman, and Harley Quinn. Um, here we've got Tabitha, who's kind of teaching Selena to be Catwoman, which is nice. Uh, we can presume that Barbara is going to fulfill some of the Harley Quinn roles. Yeah. I need Ivy to be a part of this team. I need her <laughs> to hopefully not OD. We'll get to that in a second. Um, but also, I, I just feel like this character has been through so much through that rapid growth, through, which I know a lot of fans, including myself, weren't really a big fan of her being aged up that fast without that being a central part to the story, of the idea of her aging up. But now after everything she's gone through with Penguin, after having to make all these really hard decisions, after really kind of stepping into her own, and the fact that they're all like, look, these men do us so dirty. We want it to be like an all-women team. I'm like, yes, let's <laughs> do it. I am
1: prepared. I'm, I'm so excited. I'm all about um, girl power and uh, women empowering each other and yeah. helping each other out. So I love the fact that Um, they put their differences aside, and they're like, hey, you know what, like, it's time for us to take over and, like, rule the world like we're supposed to. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I love that Barbara comes in super strong. I also love how Barbara observes everyone. Uh, she's gotten a quiet kind of intensity to her coming into this season, and we see her analyze Selena real quick and go, okay, well, that one's on my side. You, go talk to your girl Tabitha, make it right, do what we need to do. Um... We'll come back more to that for the next scene. Uh, Bruce is at it again. (laughs) Being in jail at 15 did not deter him. He is not concerned. He has money. Um, He is privileged. So he decides (laughs) to go back into the street. Um, Alfred has to teach Bruce to block a bullet or something or, you know, not watch him die. Challenging decisions for Alfred. Alfred's always been the one. He was teaching him how to wrestle all the way back in, like, season one. And we've seen him grow and show him how to fight. But now guns are involved, and it's scary.
1: Yeah.
0: How did, especially as somebody who's such a fan of Alfred, how did this scene strike you? How did you feel about the fact that he wasn't going to go out with Bruce?
1: Um, I knew that even though he said he wasn't going to go out. (laughs) I feel you. I knew he wasn't going to let him, and like it's just Alfred is his shadow. Alfred is Batman's shadow, like mm-hmm. for forever, because he knows he knows what he's going to do. He knows you know where he's going to go, and I feel like Alfred already knew mm-hmm. that this was bad news. So he pretended that he wasn't going to go um, to see if he if Bruce would go at the end. Which he did, of course. That's why I think it's so hard, because, like, even even though I'm with you,
0: I yeah. felt like, okay, well, there's no way Alfred isn't going to go. We mentioned guns. We know there are new guns on the street, potentially. Yeah. I knew he was going to show up. But just having to watch Bruce go out, like, slamming the door, and Alfred just pining <laughs> yeah. as he's trying to, like, cut some bread, I was like, this is heartbreaking. Like, I hate when you guys fight. You're so beautiful. <laughs> it's like when a father and son that are usually close start fighting. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. Nobody wants this. Um <laughs> But, you know, it's good drama. Um, I also think that Bruce needs to be concerned about the fact that he only feels alive when he's near death. That's not healthy, son. Uh, <laughs> I know that's how we get Batman, but I still worry about your little uh, soul. Ivan Soto was saying some interesting things. Uh, he does not want Selina with the psychos. I'm sorry. Selina can't handle her own, and I really like her amongst the psychos. Yeah. I, I love her amongst the psychos. I, I think she thrives there because she is so sane, because she always knows exactly when to leave and back off. Yeah. And that's super dope.
1: Personally, I I know I said Alfred is my favorite, oh. but Selena really is my favorite too. She's
0: great, <laughs> dude. There's there's she's no shame so in that. She's so good.
1: Amazing. I I personally first of all, I mean, um the actress that plays the role, she's so good Sweet. at her age. I I was when I started watching the show in the beginning, I was like, "Oh my gosh, she's so cute." And then I realized that she was Catwoman. I was like, oh, my gosh, she's the cutest. <laughs> she's
0: amazing. She's, she embodies the Catwoman
1: physique yeah. and style
0: without being um, kind of obnoxious about it, which yeah. I think it would be very easy for any actor to move, especially as you're working with these characterized characters, strong character, character. characters. You guys yeah. get it. Um, it. She could have done a lot of things poorly, and she Halle did Barry. them all well, and it's kind of amazing. What's up? Halle Berry. No, we're not. We no. don't have to mention her name here. It's okay. We can just, shh, there is no Halle Berry. I'm going to stop here to take a break before we get to how I see Gordon as Julius Caesar to talk about some super cool people. Support for this podcast comes from the astonishing new television saga, Marvel's Inhumans. On the dark side of the moon, there exists a civilization unlike anything you've ever seen before. People with extraordinary powers and abilities that make them more than human. They are inhuman. "'Meet Black Bolt, the king. "'The sound of his voice can destroy a city. "'Medusa, the queen, whose hair is a living weapon. "'And Lockjaw, the giant bulldog "'who teleports the royals from planet to planet. "'But treachery in the form of Black Bolt's evil brother, Maximus, "'threatens the royal family and their kingdom. "'The royals are forced to escape their true home, Earth, "'where the real fight for their future will begin.' Join in the epic family drama as two brothers battle to claim one throne in an action-packed eight-episode event. Marvel's Inhumans, the complete series, begins with a special two-hour premiere, Friday, September 29th, at 8, 7 central, on ABC. So be sure to check that out, guys.
1: Let's jump into. Can I give StarDrew a shout out? What <laughs> he said: five bucks. Says Joel won't watch a human. StarDrew <laughs>
0: challenge accepted. I will
1: send you my Venmo, and we will
0: work this out. Um, okay, so let's get into Gordon. Gordon has a very Julius Caesar moment where he is in the precinct, and he's like, "Guys, there's a raid at the asylum. It's going to hell. Everyone, pack up." And everyone says, Whoa. Remember how you want to work with Penguin? And
1: we're dying out in the streets, (laughs) he didn't
0: help us? No. Then, A2 Brutus, in the form of Harvey, says, I can't go with you either. (laughs) I need these guys. And they need me. Which is true. Which is totally true. Harvey is a genius cop. Yeah. This is the Okay, look. Harvey (laughs) Bullock from the comics is so slimy and dirty and kind of gross. And that's why you like him. Lucretia and I talk about it all the time, how much we love Harvey Bullock from the comics. Because he's just... He's like an old beat cop who's seen everything mm-hmm. and buried way, way, way deep is a heart of gold, but it takes a long time to find and he does a lot of stupid things before he makes the right decision. What I like about the show is it kind of turn that on its head. He is all kind of goodness, but in order to survive, he'll make, I don't even want to say poor decisions, but, but maybe not... Uh, he won't always take the moral high ground. Yeah. He'll do what he needs to do to survive. He's a survivor, and that's really
1: cool. And we've well, seen him. I personally love that about Harvey. Yeah, because that that's what makes him Harvey. Mm, so
0: yeah, yeah. And we, we've seen him grow and more from, uh, uh, you know, kind of he's always he was always drinking before. He never really wanted to go out. Jim was always kind of pushing him and like Harvey. We got to go. We're not trying. He's like we're going to get us in trouble or we're going to get killed. Mm-hmm. You know, I want he had he pulled a um, Alfred a couple of. Episodes ago, where he's like, "I can't go out with you. Uh, You're gonna get killed, and I'm not gonna watch you die. You're obsessed." So seeing him here, be both smart cop, but also not Jim's partner. Yeah. Oh my God, my whole heart. I'm like Harvey. How could you? (laughs) How could you leave poor Jim? Um. But he says, "If I die, who becomes captain?" And I was like, "Well, Jim, who does become captain? (laughs) It's gonna be someone. Penguin puts in charge, and that's not gonna be good for anyone." So I was excited to. See him coming into his own and being a real captain. It's yeah, exciting,
1: definitely. I really like that part. It, it did hurt a little bit because you know when wherever Jim goes, Harvey goes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So seeing them not like seeing him not go, and honestly, during the scene where he was at the asylum, I thought like during the time where he was looking at. Um, I'm am fr- at Lee. I totally yeah, blanked yeah. out on her name for two seconds. When he was looking at Lee, I could have sworn like I was just waiting for Harvey to walk in oh. at any single given point. I really was hoping for Harvey to walk in and say like Hey, you know, like I had to sneak out or like I did this for you. Um, let's get out of here. You're yeah. crazy. And then he would have been like, No, like we had to help them. Like they're going crazy. I don't know. That's kind of what I was hoping because that's kind of like what you're always going. I love for. When Harvey
0: rescues Gordon. Like, yes. it's always so sweet. Like, yeah. when uh, Gordon was buried in the woods a couple of episodes ago, back in season three, and he's got to come out and find him, and it's like, yeah, I'm running out of air. He's like, just stay with me, Jim. And you're like, oh, my God, their love is real, yeah. and it's beautiful. Um, but it's, I also like that Jim had to do it himself, because Jim, especially with all the BS he's gone through with Lee and stuff, and, and drinking, and then... Like it's it's been a mess for him for a long time. So for him to find his true north, which is justice, um, and being a good cop, yeah, everything he did this episode is good cop territory, and mm-hmm. that's I love like a righteous and a rightfully righteous Gordon. Yeah. Um, so that was
1: kind of exciting. I think this is the episode, the only episode where Gor- uh, Gordon has only killed, I think, one person. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he wasn't
0: trigger happy, which is nice. Uh, someone ratted out Barbara. Now at first i thought oh well tabitha oddly went to pay- when i that thought crossed my mind and i said well that doesn't quite make sense they're not on the same page so i'm curious we have a couple of questions here and i'll throw it to the chat too uh, one who do we think is bankrolling Barbara? Now, my first guess is obviously the Court of Owls. That just makes sense. They need some sense of control. We know they're not working with Penguin yet. So to get raised Barbara from the dead from the Lazarus pit, which was introduced last season, all that stuff kind of makes sense. But I'm curious to see if you guys think someone else is. Yeah, Ivan said it already Raja Yeah, I appreciate that. Um Do you feel that they brought the Gordon from season one? The non cold blooded murderer? I do, which I think is fine. I, I think that any Gotham GCPD before Batman story featuring Gordon should be like that. I think Gordon goes through the entire ringer, all of what Gotham police is capable of, and then comes back to himself at the end. He comes into Gotham wanting to be a good cop, wanting to change it. He realizes that's much harder. His family is put at risk in pretty much every Batman story we've ever read. Um, And then he, but he always comes back to wanting to be Gordon. So I really like that. Um, I also wanted to ask how long until we see Zaz use that giant gun he stole. Um, Because (laughs) it just seemed like, Judge, it's just a giant thing to have. And when they had him in the frame, he's centered and the gun is so big. And I'm like, I really hope that gun comes back, like, next episode. I want to see the firepower. Also, I'm so used to seeing Zaz with knives in the comic books. And he's used guns here, but they're never kind of... uh, that's from what I can remember. It's not showy, yeah. Yeah. So to have the uh-huh. giant epic. Well gun... even
1: even at the wedding scene, he was very calm and then it was like a yeah. very small, like handgun. And he was like, Okay, finger off. <laughs> yep, I gotta go. Yeah, he's not he's not a big gun guy.
0: So it's, it's kinda cool to see like yeah. I'm picking this one. I'm like, Zaz, what are you doing with that? Weird. <laughs> but also exciting. Um and I wanna know eventually who did Red Out Barbara. Uh, maybe it wouldn't even surprise me if whoever's bankrolling her did it to start something. Yeah. Um she seems determined. Uh Did you have any thoughts on that before we move to the next scene? For Barbara? Yeah.
1: No, I pretty, uh, honestly, I don't know who would have ratted her out besides the people who pretty much helped her build that thing. Because then it's, nobody else knew besides the other girls unless if there's a scene or there's something that we don't know that, mm. that happened.
0: That's true. Uh So then we get Gordon versus Scarecrow and they both have very different memories of how his dad died which I thought was really hilarious like he was a hero he was trying to kill you he wanted to cure me he was definitely trying to kill you um which was funny uh Lee's always gonna be Jim's kryptonite and they're like what are you afraid of I'm like well Lee um, and then yeah the quote you can't stop being afraid you can only become the demon um and then to hear him say I'm not weak anymore and I will never go back to being that boy Sad, but also kind of, like, I really like the Scarecrow as a villain, um, but I think the Scarecrow does good when he is, like, the first wave of someone's master plan. Like, Scarecrow and of himself in a, like, on a one-on-one fight. Terrifying. If you have but if Scarecrow a bunch of people, it kind of gets convoluted it's fast. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can you can do the big horror house like they did with the asylum this week. Um, there's a couple other storylines you can try, but I would really like to see someone swoop in, pick this kid up, give him direction, and really aim that nerve gas to do some real damage. Jerome, come back is what I'm saying. Poison the river. I love those <laughs> stories. I don't care. We always poison the river in Batman, and it's amazing. Um, Bruce. Fails at stalking, which is great. Um, in the story of watching Bruce become Batman, it's really important to me to see pitfalls and how he learns from them. So when they have him pinned on the table and he's like, "What can I use?" I'm like, "That's Batman! It's happening!" Yeah. yeah. Ah! <laughs> how do you feel about how they're transitioning from Bruce Wayne to Batman this season?
1: Well, that's what I loved about the show from the beginning. Uh, when I remember the first, that when I started watching the pilot, I was trying to figure out who was. Who um, was it? I on, obviously we realized that Bruce is um, is a little boy and so on and so forth. So as I started watching the show, I really liked the fact that you were starting to see a little bit of Bruce uh, of Batman. I mean, um, for yeah. example, when he opened when he found the little controller <laughs> yeah. to the um, the opening base. And I know this is like all talking about like previous seasons, but I feel like I just need to. I, don't know what what I mean because watch like, a lot of the yeah. know, they're cool. Um so when he opened that because I remember that Alfred was like, Don't you think about it, like don't you dare and he's like <laughs> <laughs> do it. And that was like that was such a Batman move because mm. it's like don't do it but he goes and he does it. Mm. And just seeing the transition of him becoming Honestly, I feel very attached to Bruce because I feel like I've seen him kind of grow up. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of one of those, like, when you see your family members and they're growing up and they're becoming, um, they're fulfilling their purpose and to be they're doing what they're supposed to be doing. And you just see him grow into it. That's my favorite part about Gotham is the fact that you see how each person becomes their character through everything that they're going through. Most and definitely. I just love it. I love, love, love it. So when he was doing that, I was like, oh, my God.
0: It's happening! (laughs) Yeah, James Mirrodin in the chat says that it feels like it's happening really fast, which I guess in some senses is true. Like, we went from... And this has kind of always been my issue with Gotham is overall pacing. I really would have liked to have seen him do, like, more like, small time robbery in the, like, hoodie kind of set of long jacket. Uh, Because I think that, to me anybody who goes on to become Batman has to start small and be small for a minute. Yeah. Like, petty crimes. Like, really mm-hmm. patrolling that back alley where his parents died, which we saw a little bit in the last episode. Um,
1: but it, it is moving fast. But I mean, it back makes to sense. To, why like, it's Here's it's Lucius back Fox giving yeah. you the full Batmans. I said, what? 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 <sighs> I personally so thought that the season was going to end with him getting the suit, not that start is- with the- <laughs> Thank you. Okay, no, this, this is what we can talk about. I, I felt the exact same way,
0: even though we were both kind of freaking out a little bit as we saw the suit come on, and then, of course, Alfred has made him the first part of the cowl, not the ears yet, but the face part. Um, it, it's its thrilling. You're like, "This yeah. little Batman. It's so cool. At the same time, you're like, how covert are you if Lucius Fox picked this out? And like, Lucius Fox is smart. I'm not trying to dumb down, like, Lucius Fox, but it just seems so fast where he's like, gravel. Yeah. You're trying to be a Batman. What?
1: Where? How? That's just so, so, well, so fast. Um, you thought, I thought he was, um, just very much trying to keep him safe because he knew that he was doing something he wasn't supposed to, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I could totally be wrong.
0: Yeah. Zisa
1: B. Liu says, true,
0: but you can say that from almost every show on TV. No show has a guarantee to come back for the following season, and they can't use that excuse. So I totally understand that. I totally hear, like, I, we're pretty sure this is Gotham's last season, um, which is sad, but also it makes sense. We're going to get the Dark Knight. Um, so we do have to hit all of these beats. We don't know, like, there could be any kind of thing that could come up and take him out of commission for a couple of episodes, and that would kind of balance out the timeline. It's hard to say until you know the end, how the pacing is throughout. But as a fan watching in real time, it does feel
1: just a little bit speedy. Um. Well, it it is speedy. Like, super speedy, because I feel like when we, when we, uh, to get to a se- like season four, mm. it's taken a long time for him to be to get to become That's the true. Batman. It's taken him three seasons to become the Batman, and not even the Batman, and not even the Batman. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, you can't really predict if like a show's gonna get That's picked true. up or so, so you want to, um, I think. Th- I think they were pacing it to the point where they wanted Bruce to be older. Yeah. um, As in the actor to be older to play the Batman instead of having a 15 year old play the like the legit Batman, which I completely understand. And that's. Personally, what I thought was going to happen, I personally thought that we were going, that this was going to be a show that was going to last at least, like, seven to nine seasons yeah. to to see where he goes and see, so we see him grow up and become the Batman, because um, right now I think he's just finding his way to being Batman.
0: He's working on it. Yeah. Um, I did really appreciate the composer doing some nice superhero horns yeah. as he was, like, Blasting the guy with the lighter and the spray can. It was kind of amazing. Um, we're going to speed through the last couple bits because we're running out of time. Uh, Selena tries to convince Tabitha. Um, and to me, this was like, yes, Gotham Sirens were so close. Also, Selena fighting Tabitha. It's a really hard thing to do. Tabitha is strong. She knows what she wants. She knows yeah. what she's after. And she knows when she has an issue and if she's not going to do something. It was really cool to see Selena kind of buck up with her and hold her own. Um, I'm mad that Tabitha won't let Ivy in. It's frustrating. Let her in. She's great. Uh, she's going to talk to Barbara, but she needs assurances. We'll go just straight through that scene. The hand. I really <laughs> wanted, I really, okay, so once the idea was proposed, I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, let's do this. I thought Barbara was going to lose a hand. I thought we were going to get, really? like, gold hand Barbara, a la, like, Jamie from Game of Thrones with a cool black suit. I was like, yeah, you know, really dope. And I felt like it was deserved. And um, we haven't really known... Well, I guess maybe that's not true because when um, Butch almost lost a hand, she was willing to. No, she was willing to lose a hand for Butch, and so we've seen Tabitha be this kind of gentle lioness yeah. before. I'm still shocked she pulled punches with Barbara. Like I know they were best friends for a bit, but. I thought she was over it. I thought for sure she was going to take that yeah. hand. So what did you think about that after she decided not to?
1: Well, I didn't think she was going to in the first place. Really? I think it was just a. T- I I personally thought it was just going to be a test to see okay. if she was going to do it. It's a good because test. Because you can see it in her face that when she said, yeah, like, sure. She capped that pen yeah. and said, oh, do what you gotta. <laughs> I yeah. Like, damn. <laughs> she- yeah. She's like, I totally get it, but I want your trust. Here you go.
0: Do what you gotta do. <laughs> uh... So, yeah, I, I, that was okay. Uh, we talked about Lucius giving him all the stuff. Uh, so, yeah, so Gordon figures out how to remove this gas, and it's water, which to me, it rains a lot in Gotham. <laughs> how are you gonna, like, the gas goes away with water? That's, does that even make scientific sense? It's my only point, like, the only time I ever bring up science stuff in Gotham. As if it's super far-fetched. And I'm like, <laughs> just water just erodes the gas out of your... Si- what?
1: I know, didn't they took the other people, like, to the hospital, right? From the I bank guess. robbery? It was silly. I didn't like that it was water that was secure.
0: Um, but what can you do? Uh, so, of course, of course, Scarecrow gets away. Penguin's point being proved once again. If we have permits, we can do it. If not, you could have just sent me. I'd have shot the bastard, and we could have been done with yeah. it. Now, this is outlaw but- justice and not what Bruce... Uh, I'm sorry, what Gordon aspires to at all. Yeah. But he does have a point. It might have worked.
1: Mm-hmm. But I don't think it was necessary to to kill him. I think if anything, it was necessary to bring him in and to cure him, um, because obviously he's afraid more than anything. That's why he became the scarecrow mm-hmm. out of his fear. And I don't think I don't think penguin should try and kill every single person. That's like I agree. You know? That's why we because need the police. The, sca- <laughs> the scarecrow. It wasn't his fault that they used, like the um, what's it called the. They had a specific name for the potion. The fear toxin, I think, is what it's uh, called. The fear juice, aka fear juice. Okay. Um. They. It wasn't his fault that they used that juice on him. It was the other people. He was taken against his will to to their place, and then he was locked up like <laughs> He's with definitely his. Definitely a victim fear.
0: of abuse. so yeah. that makes sense to me. Um, but, you know, what can you do? It is uh, what it is. it is. I kind Gotham. of wish it is Gotham. <laughs> um, yeah, Stardew earlier wondered if Harvey would promote Gordon to Captain this year, uh, which I'd be interested to hear the chat's opinion. I don't know if we're going to get Captain Gordon this year or Commissioner Gordon or what. It To me, it seems like the only way that Gordon can move up is something happens to Harvey. Yeah. Right. That's just how I picture it, so I don't know. But I
1: hope nothing happens to Harvey. Yeah. (laughs) Uh,
0: Important things that happened at the end. Penguin offers three times the amount to police officers who are clearly considering it. That's a lot of moolah, especially in Gotham, where there's a clear class divide uh, visually amongst the city. I totally would like to make three times more than I currently make. Um... Bullock is definitely playing the long game. He says, this is a war. We need all of these officers. I can't go Mm -hmm. with you. This is exactly why I couldn't go with you, because now they still trust me. I stayed here with them. I followed the rules. I kept them safe. I didn't put them in harm's way. And, on top of that, Gordon, I knew you would handle it. And You're like an all-star. I knew you could handle a room full of crazies. It's fine. (laughs) Then, I think Bullock says something that he'll regret forever, which is it almost makes you miss Falcone. Harvey said, Gordon just shot right up and was like, oh. I know that guy. I could totally bring him back. Harvey, of course, mentions, hey, remember how you killed that guy's son? And Italians mm-hmm. don't forget that kind of stuff. Ah, great line. Um, it looks like Falcone's going to come back. I've been waiting for Falcone to come back. Yeah. I love Falcone. After I he do, plays too. him. I think he's brought a lot of gravitas to the show. Um and then, uh, just to quickly wrap out, looking ahead at next week's show, it looks like Bruce is going to be out on the street, and Vicki Vale, my favorite, is coming back, guys. I love Vicki. I ship Vicki and Gordon. I know it's weird. I know it'll probably never work, but I love them. I love that they <laughs> drink together. I love how sassy she is. I am so excited for next week's episode. What did you think about um, the possible return of Falcone? And then we'll get into predictions.
1: I am super excited for Falcone's return. Because I think he's such a powerful man that just... His presence is, is powerful. Yes. He doesn't really need to say yes. or do anything. It's just like he's there and you know yes. he's there. And I love that. I love that about Falcone. And I'm really excited to have him back and see what what he does to, to take back his... His city, pretty much, really. It It's going to be interesting.
0: I really want a Falcon versus Penguin uh Battle. Because it's completely opposite of what we started with. Again, we're talking about coming full circle this season. Yeah. Uh, when we first began, we had Penguin working for Fish, who was going up against uh, Falcone. It was messy, messy, messy. Fish is now out of the picture. Penguin is, well... We never know what fish. She could always come back. Um,
1: like they said, this is Gotham. They didn't check for her pulse. Yes. <laughs>
0: so it'll be interesting to me to see how that works out and what happens. But I'm really excited for next uh, episode. Any predictions? Let's do quick predictions.
1: Um, I predict that. This um... is TV predictions. Oh. <laughs> well, I let the guy speak. He knows. <laughs> They changed it. Now they don't do the... I don't know where my sound. flashing lights were, but we're going to have a know, conversation about um. it afterwards. It was a short one.
0: <laughs> okay, I appreciate that. He's like, you're short on time. Go, go. <laughs> uh,
1: I think that Bruce is going to see Selena at the... Like, whenever they're doing the robbery. That's... And he's going to go down, and they're going to see each other in their own, like, clothes, and she's going to ask, like, what are you doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something like that.
0: Uh, cool. Predictions. I think that if not next episode, very soon, Bruce is going to be really hurt. Like, like, Alfred questions why he would let a child do this level yeah. of hurt. Um, I also think something's going to happen to Harvey. I'm not sure if it's a bullet. I'm not sure if it's like a corruption thing where Penguin gets him out, but I think something happens to jeopardize his place, and Gordon will have to start stepping up as a leader. Because right now, we're seeing Gordon become a good cop, which I think will be inspiring to some of those people who, as we were talking about earlier, came in for the justice aspects of mm-hmm. the police profession. Um, but he's not being a leader right now. He's not thinking about yes. the whole crew. He's just like, You're all wrong. Um, I need I need Gordon the leader to come through and I'm excited yeah. about it.
1: Um, well I just wanna end with a note of saying that um we saw for the first time, our Batman standing, like, mm-hmm. the iconic Batman photo where he's, yeah. like, standing over the city. And I thought it was, I like that it was a small building. And then I hope that it ends with him being, like, on top of a big building, watching all of Absolutely watching him yeah. rise to different, <laughs> yes,
0: yeah, we even got to see him do, like, uh, his r- little parkour routine, which was super dope as he's, like, running from oh, yeah. different buildings. And he almost falls, and you see uh, Alfred at the bottom, and I'm like just don't fall, don't fall, don't fall. Okay, <laughs> good, so remember to be careful. <laughs> I feel like this is a parent when they're watching their kid ride a bike for the first time, and they're like, oh my god, please don't hurt yourself.
1: Yeah, um, but I like it that, the, I like the way that he does it, because he doesn't, it's not like, he yells like, watch out, like I told you, or like, starts going off on him. He's, he's just like, he's a military man, yeah, he's yeah. like, you might
0: get hurt, but yeah. I'll be here to help stitch you up. Yeah. Uh, it's why we love Alfred. Until next week, where can the folks find you?
1: Um, well, guys, it was so awesome hosting this Yay! show, but um, first time and you guys can find me on instagram at carla with a k b e travels and on twitter at carla beltran with an r at the end excellent follow her like
0: her see the statuses uh i'm joelle monique you can find me all over the internet at joelle monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com if you head over to both my instagram and twitter pages but is probably a little easier to find that's joelle underscore monique uh i interviewed robin Lori taylor It was amazing. Uh, He plays Penguin, (laughs) if you don't know the name off the top of your head. Uh, He was at the Foxfall party. It was amazing. He said he's going to watch this show, so if you're watching Robin, hi! uh, (laughs) We're going to try to get him on the show. I make no promises, but we're going to try. Join us next week when hopefully we'll be at a full panel, but if not, we will definitely be here talking about Gotham, the one and only Batman. Maybe Jerome comes back soon. (laughs) Fingers crossed. Uh, But we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for joining us. Ciao! (laughs)